All right. Hello, hello, everyone. So welcome, welcome to the WBBF call. I am David Lewis, and today we're going to discuss business mindset. I tell you what, you don't have to um, go far to get the information that you need when it comes to talking about business mindset. Now, by no means do I claim to be an expert on this, guys. I'm growing and learning just like everybody else. Probably got more learning to do than most of you. But uh, at the age of 58, I tell you what, uh, it don't get no better than this. So that being said, of course, the first book in my mind, and once again, uh, I'm a disclaimer. If you don't agree, my name is uh, is uh, Ken Browning, and uh, I want to just basically say the first book should be Eight Steps to Success. Simple as that. Why? Basically because I believe that this is the foundation. This is where it all begins. So a lot of your business mindset uh Everybody comes to this business in a different uh, state of mind, a different state, uh, I guess, place in their in their in their life. Some people have gone through more than others. Some people are just getting started and uh, just learning what life is really all about. Uh, but I will tell you this: according to your mindset, when you come into this thing, is it has a lot to do with how fast you grow. So, you know, you you hear this, and it's a true fact. You don't want to compare yourself to the guy to the left or the gal to the right. Uh, you're only running a race with yourself, uh, you know, at the end of the day. Uh, frustration and all kinds of negative things happen when you start comparing yourself to someone else. Um, perfect example, you've got, let's say, uh, a younger a person coming in who really hasn't, uh, this might be the first thing that they've ever done. They they may come to this thing and, and never really had a true job. Well, guess what? Life hasn't beat them up. They haven't had all the kind of things that come against them, all the kind of obstacles, the trials, the tribulations. So they have a tendency to come into this uh, business getting started, and uh, they've got what you call childlike faith. Now, believe it or not, most of us, if not all of us, were, were actually born and uh, we we all had that uh, that wonderful childlike faith, you know. Remember, remember back. No matter how young or old you are, remember back when you thought that uh, a lot of things that now you know uh, don't work that way, or you know you had your superheroes and things. You thought you could do anything. You thought you could fly. You thought you know you thought you was just you could conquer the world, and nobody could tell you different. Well, that's childlike faith. And the beautiful thing about this is if you possess that childlike faith when you come into this business, my goodness, boy, it helps you to grow. It helps you to move move up. It helps you to, to overcome things because you don't know anything else. You know, the problem with living for a while is you have a tendency to lose the childlike faith. And what happens is you're stripped of it because of life. You know, life's obstacles, decisions that you have to make, all kinds of things come into play. You, you've had maybe uh, different careers. You've had uh, time to be on this earth and, and deal with and realize that life isn't fair. Okay, Fair goes out the window. There ain't no such thing as life Life ain't fair, life is fair. It, it ain't. It ain't going to ever be. Okay, and, and from where you're standing, most people, you feel like you're the only one that's dealing with this. Everybody else is, is, is okay, and, and you're the only one that's fighting these battles. Well, that's what happens. Your childlike faith gets stripped away from you because of those type of things. So then you have to develop what they call mustard seed faith. 
So, wow. Talk about a turn of events. You know, think about it. You come into this world and you think that anything's possible, but then because of life and uh, time around and, and all kinds of obstacles that you may go through, all of a sudden now you lose that childlike faith. You start, you start getting that negativity, that stinking thinking. And then you've got to work hard and develop that muscle called mustard seed faith. And that's what keeps you in the game. So in my mind, you're either going to be in one or two categories. You're going to still possess some or all of that childlike faith when you first come in, or you're you going to basically have to build that, that external muscle, or I call it maybe internal muscle, called mustard seed faith. Either way it goes, guys, you've got to have faith to do what we do here. Um, if you are building this business and you have developed your why and you understand what your why is, or you have a general idea of why you're doing this, I promise you most of us, and believe me, I'm saying us because I'm included in all this, most of us, our dreams are not even half as big as what they need to be. So I was told by a brilliant individual that if your dreams and aspirations don't involve uh, an external force, and I mean uh, the heavens above, if it doesn't take God's intervention in order to get you there, you ain't dreaming big enough. So basically, if you can obtain your dreams by only your actions, you ain't dreaming big enough. That's it. Listen to the leaders. Over the last few weeks, man, we've been blessed with, with listening and, and being able to to hear Paul Roberts and Jeremy Patton and Kelly Haney. They've opened up and they've shared things with us, man, that is just, if you missed it, shame on you. You better go back over the last couple of weeks and listen to the TWC, listen to the activity calls, because they have bared it all. You know, I've heard things that I thought I knew, and I had no idea that these kind of things were occurring in these people's lives. But it makes sense. I understand why they're in the position that they are now. I understand why they've achieved the success as of today that they have. It's because they've gone through things, guys, and they've had to rely on more than just their own efforts. They had to have that mustard seed faith to keep going when most people would have gave up. That's what separates the successful from the non-successful is that you, you, you have to go through things and you have to learn how to fight through adversity and keep going, stay focused. The good thing is that we've got the right system in place that allows you to do that no matter what you're going through. If you just keep doing the right actions, that's where these eight steps of success comes in, the personal use, the work, listen, read, attend all meetings, be teachable, be accountable, Communicate with a positive mental attitude. It's eight steps, but those are seriously eight steps. And you've got to learn to do each one. And you've got to do it even when you're going through things. You've got to still go through the motions. You've got to still do what these eight steps say do. It doesn't matter what you're going through. Once you develop that attitude, then look out, man. The world is yours. Nothing can stop you. Because the, the world, the universe itself, has power that you don't even understand. I don't even understand. But what I do understand is I read more, I understand that those powers are available to me and they're available to you. You have to learn how to use them to your advantage. And how you do that is that you learn how to operate under pressure. That's basically it. Once you learn how to operate under pressure and operate in a, uh, a mode of being uncomfortable, then... Before you know it, success starts to happen. 
and then the sky's the limit. You can grow as fast as you want to grow. Believe it or not, as crazy as it may sound, and for you new people, you may not believe me, but even though our leader, Paul Roberts, to me is just blowing this thing up, and he is a multimillionaire in the making, okay? He's a millionaire now, but he's forgot to become a multimillionaire. But what my point is is that if you start doing the right actions and putting the right actions in place and your learning curve, you can shorten that learning curve by just doing what needs to be done and not, not saying, yeah, but. If you start putting those actions behind your effort, you can grow just as big as Paul and be right there at the same level he is. That's how this business is designed, especially now. So when it comes to your mindset, once again, it's all about you. It's all about how much exposure you've had to any type of a system like that. Uh, I'll use an example of Amway. Uh, if anyone ever has been in Amway, you know that a lot of the system here is a lot, lot like Amway systems. The only difference to me is, is that we just make a heck of a lot more money a lot faster. Okay, but it's still built on people helping people. You help enough people to get what you they want, then you will in turn get what you want. But when it comes to reading and it comes to association, it comes to communicating with a positive mental attitude, those are things that are in that system as well. So all I'm saying is if you've had that kind of exposure, to something out there and you come into this, it's going to be a whole lot easier for you to transition and become successful versus being in corporate America or dealing with life and you've never had anyone that encouraged you or anyone that actually helped you without some type of, uh, you know, outside interest. Most people, if they're going to help you, they want to know what's in it for them. So it takes time to adjust to that. And that's that learning curve that most people go through is that they, first of all, they can't believe that this type of culture exists. Okay? So the first time they see it, most of the time when they go to the hot spot, and if that hot spot has that, that, that feeling, that has that, that, that welcoming feeling, immediately people see that culture. They feel that culture and they understand this, there's actually something out there that exists. So that's what keeps them coming back, guys. Yeah, the money sounds good, all the rah-rah sounds good, but the culture, the community, that's what keeps them coming back, okay? So when you have that and you understand that, you embrace that, oh, my God, the, you know, the sky's the limit. So just keep that in mind as you are attending your hotspots, as, you, as you're growing yourself, understand that there's going to be a lot of times when you may not feel like going, but someone who you haven't even met yet may just need to see you, okay, and they may just need to get around you. You may be the spark that keeps that person coming back. You don't realize how thin of, a, of, a, of an edge it is, how thin of a line it is between people getting started in this business and people uh, saying, nah, this ain't for me. So, guys, when you're feeling like you don't want to go to the hot spot or you're not feeling your best, Man, get your game face on, start smiling a little bit, forget about what happened before you got there, and just reach out and love somebody, you know. Feed positive into them. And, and, and the crazy thing about it is when you start speaking positive, even when you don't feel like speaking, it's amazing. All of a sudden you start feeling a lot better about yourself as well, okay. Now, the willingness to change is one of the things that, that really is hard. It, it, it's a hardcore fact when it comes to mindset. You've got to be willing to change. I don't care how good you think you are or I don't care how bad you've gotten to the point of where, well, that's just how I am. No, that's a lie. It's not how you are. It's how you choose to be. 
remember, when you come into this business, wherever you are, as far as your finances, as far as your, your, your relationships, all that stuff before you come into this business, it's all due to you. You know, whatever screw-ups, however things are looking for you, whether they look good or whether they look terrible, it's really all based on what you've done, the decisions that you've made, the people that you've hung around, and so forth and so on, the association. That's why they tell you that if you look around, uh, your five closest people to you are going to pretty much be in that same category. Their finances are going to be pretty much like yours. Uh, and, and so forth and so on. It, it, it's just how it is. We we seek to be around people of like minds. So when you come into this business, you've got to be willing to change. You've already screwed it up thus far, and you come in here all jacked up. A lot of us have baggage, all kinds of stuff that has happened to us. We bring into this business. It's just human nature. But the great thing about this system is, is that you, you're, you're accepted and you're loved even before you know how to act right. Even before you know how to do what you need to do, people are already embracing you and they're loving you where you are. But don't be closed-minded to being coached by your active upline and, and understand this is a copy business. You know, the more you copy the successful people, the, the, the more successful you become. So be willing to change. Be willing to make adjustments. Be willing to be inconvenienced. I, I, I take pride in being inconvenienced. I drive an hour and a half one way to a hot spot, um, and it doesn't bother me. It's like eating candy now, but at first it was like, oh, my God, what have I got myself into? You know, And I'm not saying that to say that I'm doing anything special, but all I'm telling you is I know a lot of people that won't do it. They won't drive 35 minutes to a hot spot. That's too far. But they're broke, and they're frustrated, and they're saying I need something. And it's right there in front of them, but not, they're not willing to pay the price. So be willing to change, guys. Uh, that willingness to change separates your uh, being stagnant to becoming successful. There's also the ability to be accountable for present for your present situation before you can move forward. I, I, I keep saying that because it's so true. Wherever you come into this business, understand that you're there because of things that you have done. You have to, first of all, accept the responsibility and take full responsibility and say, it ain't no yeah, but. It's like, you know, everybody's got an excuse. Well, I would have done this if this was. No. The bottom line is, is you're there, whatever position you are. If you're broke, if you're busted, disgusted, whatever the case may be, it's because of the decisions you made, the people that you chose to hang around, and the information that you've put into your mind. So that means the reading. You may have been a reader, but you might have been reading the wrong things. Okay? If you're like me, you want to read it at all. So that means what? I wasn't growing. There's just no way. The only way you're growing, you're absorbing what's around you. And if you're talking to Bob and Bill and Jane and Sally on the J-O-B, and they're all at the water cooler uh, talking about things that broke people talk about, then no wonder you're in a bad situation. No wonder you come into this thing broke and disgusted. You just got to be willing to take responsibility and say, you know what, it's my fault, it is what it is, but guess what? I've got the power to change my situation. And now Andy Albright has given us a system, a success system that's proven over and over again that it works, okay? And all we've got to do is work it. But you've got to get out of your own way. So once you're willing to do that, guys, you're good. The personal use, that's, that's, that's easy. You know, everybody should, should adhere to that. I don't care if you've got 20 policies when you come to this business. You need 21. 
You need to have something so that you can feel good and you can sit in front of people across the table and actually tell them, you know, I've got this policy, you know, or I've got this, and, and, and feel good about it. The second thing, of course, work, man, it says what it is. I don't think anybody comes in this business afraid to work. I just think you have to learn how to work effectively. Okay, all of us coming to here, we're, we're, we know how to work. We know that work is the way you provide. It's the way that you make money, which you need to live. But at the same hand, you got to know how to work. You got to know the right things to do. Because we can we can do busy work all day long and never really get anything important done. So we got to learn what income producing work makes this business uh, happen and, and what things are just basically a waste of time. When it comes to listening. Man, you got two ears, one mouth. There's a reason for that, okay? If it wasn't, it'd be the opposite. You can't listen when you're trying to talk. So most of the time, it's just best to shut up and just open your ears. And don't just listen, but take notes and then put it into effect, you know? Uh, I found myself early on, I've gotten so much better now, but I would I would sit there and think that because I'm listening, I'm absorbing all this, and then I'm going to be able to go back and implement it all. Well, guess what? It's too much. It's information overload. But if I take notes, and that means what? I can go back and I can read these notes, not just once, not just twice, but several times, and start implementing, even if i got to do them step by step. Why do you think we have eight steps to success? Andy knows that you're not going to conquer it all in one in one sitting, there's eight steps, okay? It's not a lot, but they're important steps. And most of us are like anybody else. We want to eliminate the ones that we don't like, you know? Everybody's got their favors out of these eight, okay? And everybody's good at some of them, but we're not all of All of us are not good at all of them. It takes time to develop, okay? Uh, reading and attending all meetings, Okay, how many of you came into this business as actually readers and you were reading books that were actually uplifting, books that were feeding positive affirmations into your life? If I got to say, I'm pretty sure it's less than, less than 20% that are on this call. I know I wasn't, but I thought I was a positive person. Yeah, 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 right. That's why I was all jacked up. That's why I was broke when I came to this business. <laughs> Apparently, I had it all wrong. Attend all meetings, there's a reason for that, guys. If you pick and choose the meetings that you go to, then that ain't no good. It didn't say attend the meetings that you feel like or attend the meetings that you like the speaker. It says attend all meetings. Once again, it's not always about you, okay? You come into this business and you say you want to help change people's lives. You say you want to lead by example. You say you want to leave a legacy, but yet and still you're picking and choosing. So attend them all. First of all, I have found through experience, and I can be honest and transparent here, I've been one at times to say, hey, I'm not listening to that call. Such and such is doing this call. I don't want to hear this. Or such and such is doing the hot spot. They bore me. But guess what? Go anyway, and you may find out that that such and such person that you thought just wasn't going to do a good job or it was just a total turn off of you, may say one thing the whole night that inspires you and gets you to the next level, okay? So understand you've got to be in that atmosphere to catch certain things. Some things just can't be taught to you. You've got to be there live and in person to catch it. So don't, don't deny yourself that because it could be the difference between uh, moving forward six months in advance to versus being stagnant for another six months. 
So don't pick and choose. Be there. Be teachable. That goes without saying. That goes back to what I talked about as far as uh, being willing to change. To me, being teachable means that you're willing to listen. And I'm not talking about listening to the people that are broke or broken than you. I'm talking about listening to the leaders. Okay, I'm talking about listening to those folks that's that's up there on the scale, that's making the money, and that's building the organizations, and they know they're coaching you. They're coaching you. If they're willing to coach you, that's a blessing within itself. Okay, so when they're talking and when they're teaching, you have to be teachable. You have to listen. You have to take notes, and then you have to go and implement it. Okay, the best way to show your gratitude is to to start putting things into action that that person has put into you. Okay, so be accountable. That's a big one. Most of us aren't. Most of us fight through that the whole time. We always want to think that, you know, it's it, the reason why we're not this or the reason why we're not that is because of this or because of that when the, when the truth is, is that it's all about being accountable. Okay, when you say that you're going to be somewhere, be there. When you say that you're going to do something, do it. Find you an accountability partner that will hold you accountable. Okay, the truth hurts. Most people don't want to be uh, having an accountability partner or they don't want to put things in writing and, and, and go for it is because they, they, in the back of their mind, they're thinking about the possibility that they may not do what they said they were going to do, the possibility they may not hit that goal. So they don't want to put it out there. Put it out there, okay? At least here, this is really the only place that I've ever found, guys, that I can speak something and even if I don't accomplish it, I'm closer to that goal. And guess what? People still love on me and tell me, great job. Anywhere else, they're, they're criticizing you, they're laughing at you, saying, ah, I knew it wouldn't work. I knew you weren't going to do this here. Well, it's not like that here. This community that we have is so much different. So don't be afraid to do that. It's amazing. When you start writing things down, especially in that activity book, when you start putting that schedule down and, and putting that schedule in advance, and seeing that, okay, I've got to do this, I've got to do this, I've got to do that, and you've got it down in writing, and then you start sticking to that schedule, it's amazing how you can get things done, okay? But you've got to be accountable for that, okay? Don't just think it's going to happen just because you want it to happen. You've got to write it down and make it happen. Speak those things into existence. And the last of all, of course, communicate with a positive mental attitude. I get away from people that talk negative. I run from them. I, I, I treat them like they got the plague. And, and to me, you should do the same thing. Um, when we're all together, and when I mean I guess I can refer to hotspots or when you're in a, in a, in a group setting, uh, let's just say family reunion. A lot of us are going to family reunion. Hopefully everybody on this call is going to family reunion in, in, uh, in next month in, on the 18th. But the bottom line is what I'm getting at is you're going to be around a lot of people, and there's, there's still going to be a couple of people here and there that's going to be talking some negative stuff. Get away from it. It's poison, okay, and it latches on to you like a virus. So understand that you're there to do, everybody should have a mission, and that is to get around the, the winners uh, and, to, and, to, and to get around the people that you've heard so much about and understand that they're people just like you and I, they bleed just like you and I, but, but there's something that they're doing that maybe we're not doing. And a lot of times it's their positive mental attitude. It's how they communicate. You know, everybody has challenges and everybody goes through bad stuff. I promise you, you ain't the only one. But it's whether you sit there and hibernate on it or whether you say, okay, let's move on, okay? And once again, learn how to work in that, uh, that area of being uncomfortable. 
That's all it is. That's what separates a Paul Roberts and a Jeremy Patton from me and you. That's it. Once we master that and we learn how to feed that positive stuff into our brains and into our hearts, we can be just as big as they can be. I believe that truly. So that being said, that's that's my, uh, I guess that's my version of uh, when it comes to your mindset. It's all about uh, what you've been exposed to before you came here. It's all about whether you still have that childlike faith or now you have to develop what they call that mustard seed faith because that childlike faith may have been stripped uh, because of life. Your willingness to change, that's a big one. And, of course, uh, your willingness to be uh, accountable and be held accountable and understand that where you are is uh, based on what you've done, the decisions you've made, the people that you've hung around uh, up until this day. So the last few minutes I'll spend on a phone script. The crazy thing about this phone script is that the longer I've been here, I realize that uh, these phone scripts uh, are basically just a guide. No one by any means should take a phone script and try to uh, read it and speak it verbatim. You have to fit it into your personality. It doesn't mean go and redoctor it up. It just means that you have to you have to use a phone script according to your personality. If you've got a bubbly personality, uh, a lot of times maybe you have to tone it down because when you're calling people, the mission is what? Is it to set the appointment. So you can't be too bubbly and too yaya. But at the same time, you don't want to be just like a robotic telemarketer because they're going to hang the phone up on you. So bottom line is we've got all kind of different leads. We've got all kind of uh, uh, leads. What I mean is some that are newer than others, some that may uh, be addressing a whole life type of a policy versus one that's looking at maybe having a term policy. So know what you're dealing with, and then adjust the script. We do have scripts for everything, as all types of leads. It may even be what we call a TLP lead, where it's just raw data. Your script is going to be different, but the bottom line is what? You're, you're, you're looking to set the appointment. You don't, you're not there to ask what kind of medications they take and all that. That's not for you, because most times they ain't going to tell you the truth anyway over the phone. So just set the appointment, lock the appointment down, okay, so that you don't have no-shows, you can eliminate a lot of no-shows almost to none if you just take time and lock the appointment down, okay? The problem is you get so excited when the people say, yeah, they're going to be at home, and you, and you say, okay, and then you hang up. Well, you forget to secure the information, okay? Get them involved. Let them give you directions. Ask them if their, their location is, is easy to find on with the GPS, and then I still get them to, to tell me, okay, now, you know, what kind of descriptive things that I might look for? What color is your car? Is your house a one-story or two-story? Okay, is the address on the mailbox, the house, or the curb, or all three? Okay, ask for those things because what you're doing is the more you get them engaged in setting this appointment, then the, the, the more likely they're going to remember the appointment. Okay. Uh, yes, we still we still go by the 24-40 hour rule when it comes to setting appointments. But the bottom line is is that sometimes, according to your schedule, you may be doing this part time and you're not able to dial like that. You may have to dial early during the week. So it's even more important that you lock down the appointment. Okay. What we don't want to do is we don't want to set an appointment and then uh, call before we go. You're giving people an out. 
So I did that early on, made that big mistake. Once you set the appointment and you lock it in, you just got to go. You got to have childlike faith and muscle seed faith that they're going to be there. But if you've done your job from the beginning and set the appointment correctly, then you know that most likely they're going to be there. So rather than trying to get into a script, guys, I'm, I'm giving you that information because I know a lot of you use different techniques and whatnot. And if it's working for you, keep working it. But just remember that uh, no matter how good you're on the phone, if you don't lock that appointment down, chances are you're going to have 20 appointments and you're only going to have about five to seven sits. And a lot of it is because you're no-shows and things. You didn't take time to lock that appointment down. So that being said, that pretty much wraps it up. I'm looking here. It looks like it's 8.01. Not a bad day. I'm so grateful and thankful to be able to share with all of you. Please don't forget what today is. It is Wednesday, which means what? We have our biggest call, the TWC, the Wednesday call. Um, if you're not able to listen to it, we've got all kind of things that can help you to go back and listen to it or go back and watch it. So uh, use the tools that we have, but there's no excuse, okay? There's no excuse. Make sure that you fit it in your day and in your agenda sometime before you lay your head down tonight to participate and watch the TWC. You don't want to miss it. So this is David Lewis. I am signing out. Love you all. So glad to be a part of this organization. I am so grateful. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Love you all, and I will talk to you tomorrow, same time, same channel. Bye-bye.